0: Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Badge Chat. Today we will be talking about Matt's hometown dates already. I always say this, but obviously every season just kind of flies by. Like, we're already at hometowns. We're close to the end. But honestly, these are the worst episodes to get through. I've mentioned this in past seasons. These are my least favorite episodes to recap. recap. It's overall just... The same thing on most of the dates. It's just, it's so repetitive. I'm repeating the same thing over and over. The dad is, like, has concerns. The mom has concerns. The girl tells her parents she's falling in love with him. Like, it's just the same thing over and over again. But, you know, I'll try my best to not make it so repetitive and boring. So, just a quick rewind Rachel, Brie, Michelle, Serena are the last four ladies. The episode starts out with Chris Harrison coming in and telling the girls which of their family members made the trip. That part actually made me kind of tear up. I don't know. Like, they all just got so excited and emotional about it, especially Brie. But there's obviously such a sense of excitement to see their families after so much time apart and so much time away from home. So, the first hometown day is Michelle. As we know, they're staying in Nemecolin. They are not traveling to their hometown, but they are having hometown-related themed dates. (laughs) So, first up is Michelle. They start off with a bike ride. Then they arrive to, like, this auditorium where Michelle's students are on the screen via Zoom virtually. I actually have a lot of questions about this. Like, are those actually her students? I know they filmed this, like, late last year. So, late 2020. I don't think Michelle, like, would... Okay, okay, this is, like, my thought process. uh, Filming started, like, late last year. Let's say they started in... Actually, I don't know. Let's say they started like in October. I feel like by September, when school usually starts, Michelle would have known if she was going to be away. So I feel like she would not have gone and started the school year. Now, most schools in my area, like you switch teachers, you switch students for every grade, obviously. So she wouldn't have had the same kids as last year. So, you know, just logistically, this just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I, I like, are these her past students? Are these her, chi- are these child actors? Are these just random students from her school? But they told them, you know, pretend Michelle was your teacher. I don't know, just so many questions that obviously don't matter. <laughs> but anyways, these kids, whoever they may be, they're asking Matt questions. They're asking him such such questions like have you guys kissed yet how many girlfriends do you have are you going to have babies are you going to marry her and just things like that so moving on to the evening portion of the day it's time to meet Michelle's parents which were just the cutest couple ever I thought they were so cute I loved her parents Michelle just kind of reaffirms with him that they will love him if he's just himself because that's who she's falling for. So they kind of recap the first night, how she was a late arrival and how he needed that one-on-one date the next day. So with her dad, Michelle is telling him what she loves about Matt. He She brings up ABC food tours and how he's making... A difference or how making a difference is very important to him and obviously she's a teacher it matters a lot to her and Michelle's dad asks her if she would accept the proposal and she says she would Michelle starts crying she brings up how she went through a tough time a couple of years ago and her parents were there through it all and she's very thankful for it although we don't really they don't they don't really go into details about you know the rough time that she went through like what was it about so we don't know that I wish we would have you know they may have talked no but no they didn't talk about or they may have talked about it the one-on-one but we didn't get to see it but I wish we would have gotten to see it so with Matt her dad is asking the typical dad questions you know What do you like about Michelle? Do you love her? Matt replies that he's definitely falling for her. And when, sorry, when Michelle's dad brings up, you know, moving on from the spotlight, going back to normal life, basically, Matt says that he would do anything to build a life with someone he loves. And if that means he would have to move to Minnesota, where Michelle currently lives, then that means he would move to Minnesota. Overall, her dad just says that he trusts Michelle. And they respect any decision that she makes. And basically more of that with Michelle and her mother. Michelle says he's the one. Her mom just wants her to be happy. And she can tell that she's happy. And the group of four in the night playing some basketball. When it's just Matt and Michelle in the end. She tells him she knew her feelings would increase once he met her parents. And she tells him that she's falling in love with him. So that was that they were super cute i still think y'all know how i think i think that rachel is ultimately the winner but i would have loved to see or like i'm still rooting for michelle you know i just think she's great and this kind of proved it or not proved it but like you know it made me like her even more especially like seeing how cute her parents are how sweet they are i just i really like her and i wish i hope she's the winner (laughs) But next up, we've got Rachel's hometown date. Their date starts off with, honestly, this was so funny. So obviously the date, they go skydiving, right? Which I think back, and she's from Georgia. She's actually relatively close to where I'm from. And I'm thinking about, like, if, like, COVID out of question, like, what would she have done? in Georgia, like in this part of the state where we're from. And I feel like skydiving would not have been the answer, but there's also just not a lot to do here. So I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Like, okay, skydiving has nothing to do like technically with your hometown, but I guess they just wanted some good TV. (laughs) So she starts starts off with Rachel blindfolding Matt she drives him to this plane like this runway basically where they will be skydiving from so they board the plane the guy keeps saying like we're going 120 miles an hour 12,000 feet up and once they're up in the air like they obviously keep showing the view from the plane 12,000 feet up in the air and I'm not even being dramatic I was eating dinner and I had to put, <laughs> I had to put my fork down like I was getting nauseous just looking at them like just looking at the view from the plane I just don't think I'll ever be able to do that like I'm thinking about like I I I will never go on the bachelor but I obviously always think if this was my day and this guy you know, brings me to this plane and expects me to jump off, like, I would have been like, you're on your own, buddy, like, I cannot do this, (laughs) but anyways, they're not like me, they do it, they jump off the plane, uh, they actually have some great footage, like, you get that typical, like, uh, GoPro footage, which we got to see some of, but I feel like we also got some great footage, which makes me think, did one of the cameramen, like, jump with them i don't know how that works because i thought the footage was great and i thought it was like super clear just not gopro footage you know i thought it was great but who knows they do it they jump off the plane matt lands first and then rachel shortly after just completely slams into the ground it was just so bad The guy literally, like, ends up on top of her. Like, imagine, like, oh, my goodness. I mean, just completely slams onto the ground. I don't think we ever realized how... If you didn't, like, rewind and watch that part over again, I don't think you realize how bad it was. Like, I had to watch it. Oh, like, I watched it a handful of times. Because I'm just like, that was so bad. And it almost seemed like she went face first. But, I mean, it was awful. But surprisingly, everything turned out fine. I don't understand how she doesn't have, like, a serious concussion after that. I mean, it was just so hard. But she's fine. Matt starts getting a little deep, saying he didn't realize how much he cared until he saw her laying there, not moving. You know, something kind of happened to her. Basically saying it freaked him out. And he's saying all this, and Rachel's just kind of laughing it off not taking it as seriously he basically said I I didn't realize how much I loved you until I realized you might be dead (laughs) I feel like he basically said that but yeah Rachel's just kind of like "Uh uh-huh you're being dramatic I'm sitting here I'm fine I don't know that's the that's the vibes I got from her but also that was just such an overly edited scene one second Rachel's hair was literally like a bird's nest and the next the cam, the next time the camera like turned to her her hair was like completely smoothed out her makeup was all touched up like it was just an overly edited scene like i'm sure the paramedics were there they had to do all these kind of tests to make sure she didn't have a concussion because it was so bad but after all that it's time to meet the fam rachel's parents and her sister were there I don't know what I expected, but I somehow didn't expect Rachel's dad to look like that. I don't, I don't know. (laughs) Like I, they, they showed the family. I was like, oh, that's Rachel's dad. I don't know. I don't, I cannot give you an explanation of why (laughs) that was the first thought of my mind. I don't even know what that means. Whatever. But first up is Rachel and her mom. Rachel talks about how she wouldn't want them to meet him if she didn't see a future with him how she sees no red flags which is funny because she blindfolded him when she was driving him to the plane she blindfolded him with like a red uh scarf or whatever and people kept bringing that up it was funny but um she says that he has no bad days which is funny because come on they've spent like maybe two whole days together out of like five or so weeks that she's been there but She's so confident that if he proposed and she said yes, that they would make it work. Then it's time for Matt and Rachel's dad. Uh, More typical dad concerns. He just thinks he thinks that just a few weeks isn't enough time to maybe get engaged in the end. And of course, there's concerns about the other girls involved. Matt later tells Rachel that he told her dad that he was falling in love with her. But he did not ask for his blessing. Because he did not want to have a conversation over and over again with every parent. So he said when it's time, he would ask. That way he basically only asks once. And Rachel's a bit bummed about it. I mean, she really just is so sure about this. I feel like there's no doubt about her feelings for him. But there's definitely some fear that she she will go home that she will end up losing him she won't leave with him with Rachel and her dad I feel like this is the most confident I've seen Rachel about her relationship with Matt like this 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 conversation with her dad or maybe she was playing it up because it's her dad and she knows that he's got concerns she's probably trying to prove something to him but he did tell her you know, there's four other girls here, he could be saying and acting the same way with them as he is with you, and Rachel, (laughs) Rachel's just like, really, I don't think he is, I really don't, I, she says, it may be naive of me to think I'm special, but I really think I'm different than the rest of them, which, I mean, okay I didn't know I, I don't know I just thought it was really bold of her to say you know what I know I'm like different than the rest of the girls here I know he treats me differently I know he feels about me differently ultimately her dad just says that him and her mom just want her to be happy and basically that they trust in her decision almost the same as Michelle I'm telling you like these episodes are mostly <laughs> nearly the same But obviously there was some, um, if you've done some research onto what Rachel's parents or uh, their social media presence has been like, obviously it was kind of like, I don't know, it like felt illegal to watch them. (laughs) I don't know if that that makes any sense, but I was just like, I just feel like I should be watching this. I don't know. But um, yeah, I still think that it's her. I really do. But moving on. Next up is Bree's day. She pulls up in a lime green Jeep and she tells Matt that they're going off-roading. It's sort of a payback for when he knocked her off the back of the ATV on their first date. So they go off-roading and they end off with a picnic, you know, just kind of talking about what to expect from that night. Of course, as she mentioned on their first date, Bree's mom is a single mom. So she may be a little tough on him. Since she's kind of playing the role of mom and dad, but I feel like during this hometown day, I like like all I could start like the only thing I was thinking was like Brie is literally so stunning. She is beautiful. I would really, I think she'd make a great bachelorette if she was a little older, but she's still 24. So I feel like if Michelle doesn't win, I feel like Michelle is our right answer. I really wish it was Brie, but I just don't think with her age, like, I don't think it's the right move, you know? We need some older girls as the lead, but anyways, it's time to meet Brie's mom and Brie's best friend, who is also named Brie, and we get a special appearance from Brie's baby sister, so from the start, you know, we kind of get a few snarky comments from Brie's mom Like when Bree's friend said something like, oh, so tell us, what have you guys been doing? And Bree's mom kind of chimes in and says, well, we know what Matt's been doing. He's he's been dating, you know, just kind of small remarks like that, kind of, you know, just alluding to the fact that he's been dating other girls besides his daughter, which everybody knows was going to happen, but still just small digs like that. Uh, then Matt and Lauren, who's Brie's mom, they go off for a chat, you know, just typical dad, parent concerns. There's other girls involved. She asks Matt if he's in love with Brie and he says he's definitely falling for her. And with Bree, Brie tells her mom that she is in love with him and she has not told him. She can't imagine like telling him and then maybe leaving or getting sent home, you know. And her mom encourages her to be vulnerable and basically says that she needs to tell him. She says the worst thing that'll happen is we'll have to mend a broken heart together, but we'll survive. Which I just thought it was so cute. I just thought it was perfect. You can really, like, tell they're really close with each other. Obviously, I'm sure Lauren, being a single mom, had a lot to do with that. She wanted to be the best mom she could be. And I don't know. I really liked the relationship. It was really cute. But... Afterwards, when it's just Matt and Brie, Bree tells him that she is falling in love with him and she wants more time with him. And of course, his obvious reply, it is so annoying to me when he says this, like mix it up a little, bud. But <laughs> his obvious reply is, thank you for sharing that with me. That was it. <laughs> and then they just end up making out. I feel like, I don't know, it was kind of sad watching her say this. Because I truly believe if Serena... Obviously, Serena leaves in the end. If Serena had not left, Brie would have been the one sent home. I really think so. I think the last three would have been Michelle, Serena, and Rachel. If Serena had not gone home. So, seeing her, like, open up like this. Knowing she may have possibly gotten sent home that week. It kind of stinks a little bit, you know? And I, I, like, think to her watching this now. I mean, they might be together for all I know. I don't know, (laughs) but, but yeah, it just kind of makes me sad to watch it, but lastly, we've got Serena's hometown date, so Serena is from Canada, and the date is basically a Canada themed date, She's teaching Matt all of the Canadian lingo. They're trying Canadian food. They're trying poutine. And they finish off by playing some ice hockey. I don't I don't know if she was nervous. I don't know if it's just me. I had not noticed this. But I just felt like Serena was like extra annoying this episode. And like her voice and just being really dramatic. I don't know. I don't know. It may have just been me. But anyway, so now it's time to meet Serena's family. Her parents and her sister are there. Matt first talks to Serena's mom. Of course, she asks the typical parent concerns. Uh, She asks what he likes about Serena. And ultimately, her mom just doesn't want... She's worried about Serena getting hurt. With Serena and her sister... Serena says that on paper, Matt's just perfect. He checks all the boxes, but she almost feels like she's trying to catch up to his feelings. And when Serena asks her sister what she thinks about him, she says there's something missing. She just doesn't think that they're there yet. She had a similar conversation with her dad. I think she brings up being engaged. And he's just kind of like, whoa, you're actually thinking about that? You know, I feel like all of her family just doesn't see it. With Serena and her mom, she's really nervous about making the wrong decision. She knows there's she knows there's something missing. Serena's mom then tells her, you know, that last relationship really messed you up. So it seems like Serena was in a relationship. Was almost sure that he was the one. And then in the end, she was hurt really bad. So now she may be doubting any feelings that she had. I think overall, the fact that her family could tell that they weren't there yet and that there was something missing. I mean, they all had pretty, you know, not negative things, but like they could tell that they weren't there yet. They weren't ready to get engaged. There was something missing. I feel like it was the overall voice from the family. Coming to Serena. And so obviously that made Serena just kind of really think about it. I was listening to this other podcast and they mentioned how and it just it just totally makes sense. I feel like you could say, Oh, I feel like Serena probably knew the whole time that it wasn't Matt, but she just kept sticking around. I feel like they are just so in this little bubble where all they can think about, I mean, their life has literally been revolving around Matt for the past, you know, five or so weeks. And when she gets a sense of normalcy, when she gets to see her family again, she's like, oh, wait, like this is serious. Like, we might, I might be engaged after this, you know? It kind of makes you think about it maybe even harder, maybe in a different perspective. Where you then think, oh, you know, I'm actually not ready for this. Like, I have to think outside of this little Nemecolid-Matt bachelor bubble, you know? So I just think that's really important to, to, um, to think about. But it's the next day, I guess, and Matt meets with Chris Harrison. He has some concerns about Serena, of course. He feels like he keeps giving her confirmation about how he feels. But Serena is still very doubtful. He's just kind of not, she's just kind of not meeting him halfway like the other girls are. And Chris encourages Matt to talk about this before the rose ceremony. So, of course, Matt heads to Nick to have a conversation with Serena. He tells her he can see a future with her. He spent the most time with her out of all the girls. And that's for a reason. Basically, just kind of reassuring her about how he feels. Serena, you know, is talking about all of her struggles and doubts throughout all of this. But in the end, she just doesn't think that Matt is her person. So Matt says it sucks to hear that. But he could really feel that once he left that night after meeting her family. He knew something was was off. And he just wants her to be happy. And if that means then it's not him, then, you know, it's not him. And he... You know, he's not happy about it. He's a little he's he's a little tore up about it. So the next part was just it was it was honestly kind of funny. Serena walks him out. Matt gets in the SUV. Serena closes the door and there's footage of Matt, you know, kind of tearing up in the SUV. It was just all so backwards. It was just kind of funny. But yeah, I was actually kind of surprised that Matt was really tore up about this. I mean, like who knew that he felt this way about Serena? Because I sure didn't. I did not know he felt this way. I mean, I guess that's on me. I guess I should have known that after he gave her two one-on-one dates. But I just never really saw the connection there, especially after, like, this last one-on-one. Like, I really thought she was going to go home. I don't know. Maybe just me, but, you know, he really seemed like he really liked her. Even Chris Harrison said, you know, she's been high on your list. You just adore Serena. You've liked her since the very beginning. He's like, oh, absolutely. There's just something about her. Which I'm just like, what? (laughs) <laughs> i mean i don't know i was a little shocked so it's time for the row ceremony the rest of the girls are of course expecting serena they don't know that she just left um but with matt there's now this fear that these other girls may feel how serena was feeling they may realize that oh shit like i have to get married after this like this is really real you know stuff like that i mean she made it that far and then decided, you know, like, oh, wait, Matt's not my person. Which, I mean, completely valid. You don't want to get engaged just because you made it throughout so and so amount of weeks. But, you know, Matt has really put a lot into this. So I, I feel bad for him. You can't not feel bad for him. You have to understand his fear. What if this other, what if the rest of the girls here somehow feel this way? And then in the end, he's the one that ends up heartbroken. You know, it's just. I mean, it's scary. I can't I can't think of a I mean, I mean, it just has to be scary. So Matt meets the girls, tells them Serena left. She couldn't see herself as his wife, and asks them to please really think about accepting his rose. This rose symbolizes a potential engagement in the end, and he wants them to understand. They all end up accepting the rose, and that's it. So, they're kind of confirming, like, yes, I know this means I could leave here engaged. And that means I think of myself as being as your wife in the end. Like, I, I feel like that's a big move. I feel like that should... I wouldn't accept that rose if I have had a little bit of doubt in me, maybe. But all those girls accepted it. Now, next week... Well, next week, we've got... Um, women tell all and I'm actually really excited for this I mean this is a a shit show group of girls (laughs) like they're just so insane they're just batshit crazy so I'm sure it's going to be entertaining so from what I understand they're not doing like a two-night week a two-night episode week like they I feel like they usually do they usually do like women women tell all on Monday let's say and then the episode on Tuesday night, but I guess because they're I don't know. Point is, not happening. They're going to do Woman Tell All next week and then 2 weeks from now we'll go in- back into Matt season and the Fantasy Suites. Uh, I just cannot believe <laughs> we are here already. The teaser looks spicy, y'all. <laughs> it just looks so good from what I gather maybe somebody else left Matt is really tore up again like they are really breaking Matt's heart but you know I I guess I forgot because they definitely showed this like in the previews like in the very very beginning before the episode before the season even started but you know there's footage of you know Chris Harrison kind of sitting down with Matt and he's like are you okay and Matt's kind of crying and he's like no I'm not so I'm thinking somebody leaves but it's somebody that obviously he felt something for which I don't know (laughs) part of me thinks what if Rachel leaves or what if Rachel what if it's another like Cassie and Colton thing wherever she like wants to leave because she like I don't know I I, I just don't know but hopefully hopefully it's a little more entertaining than this past episode because I will tell you something this past episode I was dozing off. I was so bored. And like I said in the beginning, it's just so repetitive. And I don't really care about seeing these girls' families. I mean, let's be honest. I don't really care that much. Um, but yeah, maybe the most boring episode ever. Try to make it as entertaining as I could. Hopefully our next episode won't be as repetitive although they kind of are because fantasy suites of course the same thing happens with every girl i guess this show is just overall so repetitive but we'll do what we can (laughs) um i mean there's not really any bachelor news i was going to talk about like i guess i'll talk about it anyways (laughs) but this was just over a week ago like it lit the pictures literally came out last week after i finished recording the episode so i was like i had literally just finished like exporting it or whatever and then these pictures came out i was like are you kidding me but it seems like claire and dale are back together they were spotted in florida first there there were these pictures of them like crossing the street in florida or something and now all of their instagram stories seem to be the same like matt i mean not matt dale will post like like, the view from a balcony or something, and then Claire will post the same view. It's, like, they're not trying to hide it. There, It's just kind of obvious. There's been people that have seen them, uh, like, at a hotel pool, just kind of being very, you know, they're not hiding it. But I just kind of find it funny that it was... It's only been a month since they broke up, or maybe even less then. So, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of fun. <laughs> I just thought it was kind of funny i don't know they remind me of like a middle school couple like i'm just so over them but that's it that's all i'm gonna talk about that's no more details um thank you guys so much for listening really means a lot we will be back next week i actually didn't know if i was going to record because it was woman tell all and that usually you know it was just kind of a repeat of the season But with this group of girls, we might get something a little bit different. We will see. So maybe accept me next week. Maybe not. Depending. I mean, I would just hate to get back on here and repeat every single word that they said on The Woman Tell All. But they're just kind of repeating what they said this season. You know, it's just kind of a bunch of repeating. But I guess that's what a recap is, right? (laughs) All right. I'm rambling, like always. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. And I will maybe, maybe not see you next week. Bye.